Welcome to the MinMax Podcast. We want to thank you for joining us and you do so as we continue the Extinction Curse. Come join our Discord where you can hang out with us and all sorts of other fun, nerdy people. If you'd like to throw a little financial support our way, check out our Patreon. We appreciate all of our patrons. You really do help keep this show going. A shout out to our patrons at our grand finale level. Emily S., Wolf, and Blardimus Slump. An additional shout-out to our new patron this week and also a grand finale member, Rock Jedi, Jake. And now, a recap of Session 39. After straight feeding some celestial menagerie fuckers to a bar guest, we head back to our camp where we need to put on a show. Derricus, the town guard, seems to be waiting for us. He meets us back at the circus and is unusually curious about what happened to the celestial menagerie people. We talk to him, and then put on our first show in Eskadar. It goes well. Derricus is still being KGAF. The next day, Peach Pie and the Wizard go to a library of sorts to try and find records of Moonstone Hall. They find some info. Meanwhile, Moonlight and Jeb go talk to Andera Paul Dream. She hears what they have to say and gives them a document permitting them to explore Moonstone Hall. We go to where we have discovered the entrance is. After talking to a couple guards stationed there, we descend. As you begin to descend the stairs, everybody give me a perception check. 22. Looks like Peach. that 22 will be the highest. Yep, Peach Pipe with a 22 and Jebediah with a 21. As you're descending down the stairs, the uh, echoes of your footsteps coming back to you. Peach Pie and Jebediah hear chains rattling and clinking down at the bottom of the steps here. But the light doesn't reach that far? Not yet. What about my eyeballs? Not yet. Just continue then. As you continue down the staircase, it opens up into what seems to be almost a courtyard far beneath the city of Eskadar. And what kind of atmosphere is this tunnel? Is it like a sewer or what what are we in? It's not a sewer. It's dingy, and it's dark, and it's damp. These stairs just lead down and down farther than you would expect them to. What's the marching order here? Peach by Jeb, Wizard, Moonlight, Turtle kind of by the Wizard, or Turtle, turtle by, by moonlight. moonlight. Yeah, Moonlight wants to be in the dim light and make a stealth check. Okay. Oh, that's not great. 19. Turtle will be like, what are we doing? I want to do this. <laughs> and she'll get a... She's stealthy as fuck. <laughs> 31. Using moonlight as camouflage. <laughs> <laughs> you guys begin to walk down the stairs and uh, the light breaches into what looks like must have been a courtyard from ages past. White flagstones are through the ground here. There are two large pillars in front of you, off to the left and off to the right. As you reach down to the bottom of the staircase, you hear those chains clink. And on the very edge of your light, you see two creatures slink to the edge of the light. Oh my. They're kind of adorable. I want one. (laughs) So it definitely, it's got like the face of spawn, like some kind of lizard cat hybrid body with like six legs at least and a very long tail and a ridge of spine down its back 
Yeah. Yep, kind of like, um, since you're saying Spawn, kind of like Venom. Venom, that's what I meant. Venom, not yeah, Spawn. Ven- Venom. Venom and Venom's tongue. Glowing green eyes. And a they, red ridge crossed its back. They kind of step out next to these two large pillars. They have chains, large chains around their neck that are attached to the pillars. I would like everybody to roll initiative. So these two creatures look hostile as fuck. They come around the pillars with those chains wrapped around their necks and they hiss at you. The wizard, you go first. Are those chains like holding them back? You can see that those chains are in fact holding them to the large pillars that they are standing next to. But it's hard to tell how much slack those chains give. So I did the math that it's exactly 60 feet from me to the first one and then the chain to the second one. So I'm going to do a reach electric arc to hit both of them. All right, reflex saves from them. We've got a 17 and a 26. So a failure and a success. I was 11 damage to the one that failed and five damage to the one that succeeded the save. Blue jolt of electricity cascades between the two lizard-like creatures and deals them some deeps. And that is my turn. And after the wizard, Jebediah, it's your turn. All right, so these guys are chained, you said? They are chained to the pillars that they are next to, but it's hard to tell how much chain they have. Yeah, I'll just charge. Yeah, I'm not going to wait for them to get to me. I'll strike at beast number two, getting a 28. As Jebediah charges toward the creature, Jebediah is going to need to give me a fortitude save as its glowing green eyes turn to you to meet you. 27. That's a success. All right, 28 hits. Strike it. 16 damage. Deeps. It takes it. Strike it again. Ooh. Do I get it with a crit? Nat <laughs> 20. Do you roll the nat 20? Yes, <laughs> that hits. <laughs> I hit him again for 45. Ooh, Ooh. Holy shit. Those are good rolls. <laughs> Jeb runs up to this creature and just slices it and on a backswing comes around and just digs his axe right into the spine of this creature from the top and it's not dead but it looks fucking hurt peach pie it's your turn well peach pie will spend his first action to rage and his second action to sudden charge up to that uh creature that my friend jebediah just what the fuck rocked as peach pie is charging towards that creature the creature that did not get his ship rocked by Jebediah stands up on all six of its paws and its green eyes glow and Peach Pie can't help but just glance in its direction. Peach Pie, give me a fortitude save. Uh, I rolled a two to get a 15. Hmm, hmm. Are we going to action point that? Nah, I'll take it. What happens? All right. Peach Pie, you fail. And die. And die. <laughs> no. Um, like as Peach Pie is running, Peach Pie's body slowly stiffens up and you start to get slower uh, during your charge. 
you have the slowed one condition, but since slowed really takes effect at the beginning of your round, that doesn't take away your turns. Okay. You still get your attack off, but you are slowed one. All right. Well, I make that attack. Well, that's a 33 to hit. That's a critical hit. Yeah, it sure is. 46 damage. Peach Bite comes up and just smashes Jebediah's axe, which was dug into this thing's spine. And you just, you drive Jeb's axe deep into it. And it just dies. We don't know if it was evil. I feel like that might have been a little bit of overkill there. <laughs> it probably was, but oh well. That is the end of my turn. Yeah, it had three HP left. I, I almost went after the other one, but I thought <laughs> I'd forget to finish that one off. Fuck. That went bad for these guys. The remaining six-legged lizard-like creature stares at Peach Pie. Peach Pie needs to give me a fortitude save. 23. That's a save. Peach Pie, you see those green eyes glow and they seem to reach deep into your being and want to slow you, maybe even turn you to stone, but you resist it and look away. This must be how that uh, mermaid statue is created outside. Moonlight, it's your turn. I will make two actions to move into the room. And I don't have an action to cast a spell. So I see it glaring at Peach Pie, and I glare back at it. I get a 26 to demoralize it. 26 is a success. So it gets the frightened one condition. Well, it doesn't understand why you're so terrifying, but it's scared of you, and it cowers back a touch. Well, you know, the same reason that it scares other people with its glowing green eyes. My just deep black, like, orbs of nothingness pierce into its soul. Jesus Christ. It didn't understand fear before, but it does now. Top of round two. The wizard, it's your turn. Did any of us ever do, like, a recall knowledge on it at all around these? No. Mm -mm. That's your job, man. (laughs) Okay. I will go ahead and do that. What? kind of uh, skill you want. Check on this one. We'll go for an arcana check, actually. Or nature, whichever you prefer. We're going to go arcana. Two actions or a single action? Single action. Okay. 25. Uh, You know that this is a basilisk. That's one of the coolest looking basilisk arts I've seen. It's not really what I think. I mean, I guess it it is what I think of like a wild basilisk. But not when I think of when you think of like Harry Potter or other ones. I think of them more as snakes. No, but it, like yeah. in Wild Basilisk, definitely were like six-legged Six creatures. Lizards, yeah. Yeah. So and actually, unlike the uh, the art doesn't depict this very well, but the Basilisk is an eight-legged reptile with a nasty nasty disposition and the ability to turn creatures to stone with its gaze. Folklore holds that much like for the cockatrice. Fuck. The, fir- the Fuck. first basilisks <laughs> hatched from le- leathery eggs laid by snakes and incubated by roosters. But little in the basilisks' physiology lends any credence to this claim. You know, the wizard, that basilisks prefer to eat petrified flesh. 
and once a victim has been turned to stone, the basilisk crunches the fossilized corpse with its powerful jaws and lets its potent stomach acids do the rest. I just want to say, like, it's got really sharp teeth. And there's no way a creature that primarily eats stone is going to have teeth that look like that. It's going to have big fucking molars. Totally wrong, <laughs> biologically. I, I feel you there. I feel you there. <laughs> it does make more sense why there's these piles of stone around their pillars. That's the true. It's a good point. There are just like crumbled piles of stones around the pillars that they are chained to. Okay, I'm going to frost it. With the 23, you deal. Yes. How much cold damage do you deal? 12. Ray of Frost comes from the wizard's pew finger. Pew pew. Hits it right in the face. He said pew finger and my mind went somewhere else. Pew finger, huh? Tell me, David, where did your mind go? It's the finger that you keep up your butt. (laughs) (laughs) Pew. Jebediah, it's your turn. Charge! My new favorite ability. You actually have charge? Yeah, sudden charge, dude. It's so good. You got sudden charge. All right. Jeb spends two actions to sudden charge. Hit it. 29. You hit it. 15 damage. Oh, that axe. Skin. That axe is doing work tonight. 20. Oh. A 20 will miss. Jeb stands in. I mean, Turtle stands in front of Moonlight. Done. Then after Jebediah, Peach Pie, it's your turn, but you are slowed one. I you am. only have two actions this turn. Luckily, it only takes two to do sudden charge. I move in next to Jeb, and I swing. 30 to hit. 30 hits. 22 damage. Fuck. That's a big smash from the big top stake driver. All right, then that will bring us over to the remaining basilisk, who will spend its first two actions doing petrifying petrifying gaze on Peach Pie. Give me a fortitude save. Well, I rolled another two to get a 15, and I don't want to be a Peach Pie statue, but I guess I'm going to save that hero point just in case and keep it the 15. Okay. Peach Pie turns to stone. It only takes two? (laughs) Peach Pie, you are petrified. Permanently. Lovely. Well, that was silly of you. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I figured and, it'd take three. And with its third action, the basilisk attacks Jebediah with its jaws. Jebediah. Oh, good thing we're at the entrance. Does a 30 hit you? Uh, sure. Jeb, you're going to take eight points of piercing damage. Nom, 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 nom. That's going to take us over to Moonlight. It's your turn. Hey, Moonlight, Peach Pie is a statue. Yeah, there's not much I can do about that. Not really. We've seen this before. We have seen this before. The question is, is, can it be reversed like the last one, which took a day of drinking? <laughs> I was going to say, with a bunch of beer? <laughs> Moonlight will use the Reach meta magic ability to cast Chill Touch on the sky. Oh, Jesus. He gets a 33 critical success and yep. can fuck off. It does get a 33 in the fortitude save, which means no damage, correct? Basic fortitude save, so yes. No damage. Then we're going to go to the top of round three. It's the Wiz's turn. Yeah, I just saw one of my friends turn to stone. That's true. Uh, First, I would do a check to see, is there a way to undo it? 
Yeah. Go ahead and give me an Arcana check. I mean, I fucking know. The Wiz doesn't. 21. The 21 succeeds on your recall knowledge check. You remember faintly from a book that you read one time, maybe, or maybe somebody told you about it, or maybe even a friend of yours was in a situation like this at some point in the past. It's hard to remember that sort of shit, right? doesn't matter. What you do recall is that bathing the petrified statue in the basilisk's blood has a tendency to turn them back to normal. Wonderful. I'm fine with that. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. We can fix them. I was looking at the six, the 300, 300 gold scroll. <laughs> How Jesus. badly hurt does this guy look? He looks pretty heavily hurt. Oh, yeah. He's bloodied for certain. We got plenty of blood. I'm going to array across him again. 25 to hit. That hits. Uh, 12 damage. It takes all of it. It's Jebediah's turn. Well, you've got a peach pie statue next to you. Coolest statue ever. It looks so sad. Wiz, do we need it alive? I actually prefer it dead. Okay. Nice swing. I'll you miss get. with the 21, and I'll try again and miss again. And Turtle, Turtle will run up. 31. Turtle hits with a 31. 11 damage. Turtle sees this creature turn its friendly clown, sad clown, into a statue and charges at it, grapples it around its neck with her jaws and just rips its jugular out. It's dead. Is Bernard stone? (laughs) Uh... No, actually. I'm going to say yeah. Bernard let's, is let's not get to, Let's get a quick conversation would be. Bernard. Ah! 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 Help! Help me send a stone! What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Wiz, what do I need to do? Bernard, we like, just, knocks on Peach Pie's stony skull. <laughs> we just have to bathe them in the blood of these things. Oh, yum. I mean, it sounds really messy, and I, like, I don't want to do it. Can... Someone else steal that. Bernard hears that and he just immediately jumps down and like starts like scooping fistfuls of blood out of <laughs> one of the basilisks and like slaps it across Peach Pie's face. <laughs> How much do we need, Wizard? How much do we need? Would I know? A lot more than that. A little bit more. Just keep going. He do- like he jumps. He like dives headfirst into an open axe wound. Gets himself entirely covered in blood, and then just like climbs up and starts rubbing his bloody fur around Peach Pie's body or uh, face. How heavy is Peach Pie? Twice as heavy as he normally would be. So he is. Uh, Can I just like Anakin Skywalker you into the? He's sixteen point four bulk. Sorry, not Anakin Luke, into the body of it. What knock him over and see him shatter? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's got a much he's got a hardness. He's alright. And he has the same amount of hit points as he normally does, so you're not gonna break him with one little fall. Alright, pick it up and I just ring it out over him. <laughs> pick up like Bernard. <laughs> <laughs> I squeegee out of Bernard. <laughs> As Jebediah starts ringing Bernard, who's covered in basilisk blood over Peach Pie's petrified form. Peach Pie, you start, you open your eyes, and you see Bernard being wrung out, and blood is, like, hitting your face, and you suddenly are able to move. 
I'm going to go ahead and say it probably takes like five or six, maybe seven full Bernard blood I feel like there's got to be a more efficient way for me to do this. (laughs) And I'd be like, maybe just chop off its head and drain it. (laughs) Hold it over Peach Pie. I put the skull over Peach Pie's head. (laughs) Peach Pie looks up very sadly. (laughs) Peach Pie, you awaken from your stony petrified form with a basilisk head on top of yours. That was unpleasant. And then the rain cloud turns on and starts to wash all the blood off. (laughs) (laughs) The blood flows from Peach Pie's form in a puddle of watered down basilisk blood around his feet. Cool. Well, at least that was easier than when it happened to Jab. What if we, all we had to do is take cockatrice blood and pour it on Jeb? <laughs> so like a chicken. chicken like, what if we all we had to do was like crack a chicken egg on his head? <laughs> <laughs> Far beneath the restless city above lies a monument to the past. Sturdy doors of reinforced ebony guard the entrance to an impressive building constructed of gleaming white stone. One of those doors is slightly ajar. White stone pillars support the cavern's ceiling above, and broken stained glass windows along the temple's walls peer like sightless eyes. Well, let's go check out that door. Probably not much else to see, but kind of look around this room quick. Go ahead and give me a perception check. That's a whopping 20. I can't roll over a 10. Apparently. Moonlight, you kind of take a look around this cavern outside this uh, gleaming white stone building underneath the city. You don't see anything of note, although you do notice that there are crumbled rubble around the pillars that the basilisks were chained to. You can surmise, after seeing Peach Pie being turned into stone, that it is possible that these basilisks have had some victims. When he turned to stone, did all of his stuff also turn to stone, or just him physically? All of his stuff turned to stone, too. Okay. So seeing that, Moonlight will also surmise that anybody that was caught down here, stuff is gone also. (laughs) Don't know, let's pour this basilisk blood all over every rock and see if it turns into a magical item. See if it turns into a person. Is my slime detect any magic? Person. <laughs> does my slime smell any magic around? Arcane magic? It does not, no. Moonlight looks in a window. Moonlight, you look in, the, in one of the windows and... One of the ins- broken windows. Inside through this uh, window here, you have what kind of vision? Low light. You don't really see anything in here. It's darkness inside. Although I do building. feel like Moonlight should have dark vision. I need to get get them dark vision. Well, let's go through the doors then. Beach by walks up to the door and just bashes it open with his hammer. This loud cacophonous rings through the cavern. It was already slightly ajar. Yeah, probably should have checked it for trash, but you know. You bust it open. Oh damn, that's neat. Great big Aradin design in the floor. Yeah, I mean, props to these guys to get the to both Paizo for making the art and fancy grounds for 
getting, getting it in, in here. I honestly and looking so damn good. Yeah, that's it. Really helps with like immersion and, and stuff to have the actual maps to play on in full detail. Looks good, Smite Works. Keep it up. All right. As Peach Pie bashes in the front ebony-bound doors to this very majestic-looking building underground, this uh, chamber's domed ceiling rises 20 feet above the stone floor. Stained glass windows portray a radiant human figure raising two islands from a tumultuous sea. Though the artwork is breathtaking, jagged cracks disrupt the images and shards of colorful glass litter the floor. The heavy ebony doors stand in the east and west walls. The atrium's alabaster walls are marred with crude paintings of humanoid figures, demons, and profane symbols drawn in blood. An unpleasant familiar coppery odor lingers in the air and as peach pie kicks the door open you see that there are two zolgaths in this atrium as you break it open you notice that there are some lights deep in the atrium that light up the floor which has the tiles of the eye of Aroden, the winged eye of Aroden. I want everybody to give me initiative. Still in the cavern behind Peach Pie, Moonlight, you go first. Peach Pie calls out, Zolgaths. Yeah, they are way back there, too. Moonlight delays. Figure let them come to us. Then that will take us over to the wizard just behind Peach Pie. It's your turn. The two Zulgas that are in here seem to be scribbling bloody hands all over the wall on the back of this room. And as Peach Pie kicks the door open, they both turn startled toward the front door. I'm going to delay. Can't really really do anything from this range. Then that's going to take us over to one of the Zulgaths will turn, use its first action to draw a dagger and its second action to run toward the front door and its third action to throw that drawn dagger at Peach Pie and gets a 28 to hit. Hits. That dagger will dig into Peach Pie and deal six points of piercing damage. I guess you like to go for the juggler. No, no, don't, don't encourage him. Don't laugh at him. Don't, don't laugh. Don't laugh. Tyler. (laughs) All right. And after the first Zolgath Peach Pie, it's your turn. Um, Moonlight's going to jump in. Ah. I'm going to go after Moonlight. So Moonlight will move 20 feet forward, cast Hideous Laughter on our good friend that just moved forward. Need a will save. Uh, See, he thought my joke was funny. (laughs) He's about to. He'll get an 18 (laughs) to save. That is a failure. He is slowed one and can't use reactions. And is laughing. Son of a bitch. And is overtaken with uncontrollable laughter. I love it so much. (laughs) And he starts laughing at the sad clown that just busted in the door. 
<laughs> All right. And that is my turn. Then after Moonlight, sounds like the wizard's jumping in. Yep, your turn. I'm just going gonna, gonna to do a rare frost on him. 22 to hit. That'll hit. Uh, nine damage. And for my third action, shield. Shield. All right. And I did not do this before, but I need a fortitude save from the Wiz, from Moonlight, and from Peach Pie, because Zolgath smell. 29. 20. 13. Looks like the Wiz, the Wiz is the only one who fails. The Wiz is sickened by the smell of the Zolgaths. Peach Pie, it's your turn. Aren't you glad I opened the door so you could attack them? I think it was a very nice jester. And then I rage and sudden charge of the Zolgath. The Zolgath just starts laughing. <laughs> uh, I love it when you cast hideous laughter because my terrible laugh that comes along with David's puns makes sense. <laughs> uh, God, I am rolling a lot of twos. Um, nope, not going to use it. Just let it be a miss. And 17 misses. That is the end of my turn. All right. Then after Peach Pie, Jebediah, it's your turn. I am way back here. I'll move up and I'll charge. As you charge, Jebediah, give me your fortitude save because Zolgath's stanky. 26. That succeeds. Smack the Zolgath with a 28. 28 hits. I deal 16 damage. Oof. That axe turtle moves Tug. in and I'm done then that's going to take us over to the other Zolgath this first action will uh, can't get there in one action it spends two actions to flank Jebediah with his partner and with his third action flanking Jebediah will attack with his jaws chomp get a 23 to hit so yeah. get flanking if you're slowed and you don't have reactions yeah, you're still threatening. I would threatening. assume so, but... Yeah. Since you're still threatening, I would Are you yes. threatening if you can't do a reaction? <laughs> oh, yeah. Perfect. I've not seen anything saying that you wouldn't, but... Yeah, no, I, I would say that that is still the case. You're still threatening. Jeb, you're going to take eight points of piercing damage as the Zolgath charges up and sinks its teeth into you. And that's the end of round one. Top of the order is the remaining Zolgath, who is flanking with his pal will use his first action to draw a dagger uh does he have that's his second action uh oh he's slowed that's right his first action is also i believe that counts as a manipulate action right to draw the dagger Mm -hmm. oh you're gonna you're about to fucking attack of opportunity me aren't you Mm -hmm. yes all right hold on a second the attack of opportunity says a creature within your reach uses a manipulate action or, or a move action. Yeah, that's true. It says you int. I mean, you interact to draw a weapon. Yeah, and interact is a manipulate, and you interact to draw a weapon. So okay. So then, yes, when the Zolgath moves up to flank Jebediah and draw that dagger, it is a manipulate action. And attack of opportunity does allow you to use a reaction to attack when an adjacent enemy uses a manipulate action. So, Peach Pie, I attack of opportunity. Oh, I got a 34 to hit. 34 is a critical hit. Balls damage, but 36 anyway. 
fuck, that stupid motherfucker should have drawn his dagger, drew his dagger before he moved, as he comes up and unsheathes Peach Pie, smacks him in the face with his hammer, and he dies. He did. Well, since Peach Pie's reaction put that Zolgath in the dirt, Moonlight, it's now your turn. Well, we're going to try this again. Moonlight is going to do Chill Touch with the Reach Meta Magic. Ah, damn it, just barely. All right, that Zolgath is going to get a 23 on their Fortitude save. So he'll take half damage. He'll take four damage, I guess. That'll take us over to the wizard. It's your turn. I'm just going to ray across him. It's been putting out consistent DPS, and now I just fucking crit. Nat 20 on the die. That'll do it. We'll 24 it. damage. Oh, shit. This bright blue dart of ice flies at the Zolgath and nails it right in the throat. And it falls over dead. Congratulations. I didn't think we'd done that one that much damage. Must not have had a whole lot of hit points. He's dead. I would like Jebediah and Peach Pie to give me perception checks. 26. 25. After the Zolgath that gets the icy cold bolt right into its throat, it's loudly <laughs> dying on the ground. Quick, hit it again. It's squirming. I smash its, <laughs> I smash its skull into pulp. <laughs> and Zolgath blood splats all across the winged eye of Aridin on the floor. He ain't got no healer here. <laughs> yeah, this this ain't that kind of group, yo. Not anymore. And the choking sound suddenly stops. If you looked at my prepared spells, you'd think otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> heal, 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 heal. I have six of them. <laughs> This room leads into the east, and at the far eastern wall, you see another large ebony-bound door. But off to the right and to the left, the north and the south, you see openings that lead into what must be hallways or rooms deeper into this temple. Jeb, you want a first aid real quick? Might as well. Sure, hit me. Oh, I do not succeed. Hurt me. 13. I don't hurt you, but I don't succeed. As as Peach Pie leans down to heal his friend, Jebediah, you see behind Peach Pie this awful, terrible, grotesque creature come from the opening in the room to the south. And he charges towards Peach Pie and takes a large, wicked-looking spear and goes to drive it into the back of Peach Pie as he's attempting to heal you. This is going to be a really important question, Tyler. How long has it been since the last Zolgath died? I mean, how long has it been since you started to heal after the first Zolgath died? Yes. Yep, that's all I need to know. Yes. How long has it been? Will you be able to rage? How much time... It's been less than a minute since since the last fight ended. My question to you, then, is how much time has passed from the last Zolgath dying to Peach Pie attempting to heal Jebediah. Absolutely at least a minute. Oh? Of course. Of course, obviously. <laughs> that sounds like bullshit to me. No, a minute has not passed. Initiative! How long has passed? Because I'm going to be keeping track of this. 
Oh, all right. Let's roll some dice for this. Uh, from the party standpoint, when this battle is over, Peach Pie goes to heal Jebediah. I would imagine Peach Pie would go straight into healing Jebediah. Might take a couple rounds, you know. You just kind of get your bearings about you. Might check over the Zolgas, see if they had anything worth anything. Not that we said that we did that yet, but. Not that we said we did that, but you know. <laughs> Sounds like you went right into healing. Less than a minute. I would say but, uh, no. I'm, I wouldn't still be sickened, though, right? Uh, no, you wouldn't be sickened anymore. That's correct. From the darkened southern corridor, it springs up and jumps behind Peach Pie. With its first action, it moves up and runs up on Peach Pie. With its second and third actions, it's going to make a melee strike. Peach Pie, 26 to hit your flat-footed AC. Uh, it will hit. 13 points of damage from the long spear drives into your back, plus an additional 11 points of damage, bringing that up to 24. And because this attack was so sudden, so unexpected, so sickening, you now have the sickened two condition for one round. That's its turn, and this thing sneaks up. And as it's jumping up the dive and just jab its spear right into Peach Pie's kidney, it makes a sickening. Oh my. It's your turn. You just watch Peach Pie get the spear driven into his kidneys. God, you keep going. You, keep, you just keep going. Just keep going. It's not how HP works. I don't care, David. This is my game. <laughs> you bring me your stamina like bullshit five, like later. Five times you're like, Peach Pie has a spear in his back. Peach Pie has a spear in his back. God. Yes, you do. <laughs> and it hurts, Peach Pie. <laughs> I gotta write my fuck you, David article here pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, do it. You need a rebuttal. Why David can fuck off. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> did, you, did I share the picture of this thing with you guys? You did. Yes, it was ugly. Think of it like the, uh, the Green Goblin. Except for red and holding a wicked looking bone long spear. And it's just dripping red ichor from its skin as it dive bombs Peach Pie. And sticks its spear in Peach Pie's back! <laughs> Goddamn asshole. <laughs> Moonlight's gonna move up a little bit. We're gonna cast Talking Projectile on this guy. Get a 25 to hit. 25 will miss. Well, that seems like some bullshit, but that's my turn. And then after Moonlight, Peach Pie, who has a spear in his back. <laughs> uh, Peach Pie, you are sickened too, but it is your turn. Um, I'm going to actually take two step actions to kind of get behind it. Not that I'm flanking yet, but kind of setting it up for Jeb. Then I will make one strike with my hammer at this creature. Now we'll get a 27 to hit. A 27 does hit. And I will deal it 18 damage. All right, Peach Pie, give me a reflex save. A reflex save, interesting. Rolled poorly, an 11. Peach Pie, as your big top stake driver smashes into this creature's body, the spray of blood and what looks like some sort of acidic excretion that is surrounding this creature's skin splashes back all over your big top stake driver 
and it gains the broken condition. It just automatically? Critical failure as a failure, which is 2d6 acid damage. Peach by you takes six points of acid damage as that splashes back in your face. Except the weapon used to strike the creature automatically becomes broken unless the weapon is made of a material that is immune to acid. Peach Pie, your big top stake driver, is broken. Magic, it's immune to acid. (laughs) (laughs) So Peach Pie smacks it. The acid from its skin breaks and eats through Peach Pie's big top stake driver and deals Peach Pie damage. Jebediah, it's your turn. I will move up to the flanking opening that has been given me, and I will attack him 24 24 because you're flanking hits on the nose 23 damage fuck Jebediah's axe slices across this thing's front you don't have to give me a reflex save actually thank god (laughs) it is a reaction that it gets then I'll have turtle move up and she too will attack with the 31, 31 I didn't hits. add flanking. Is it a crit? No, you don't get yeah, flanking you on that. that. Turtle wings. So yeah, 31 still hits, though. Which is, that doesn't make any sense at all. No, it doesn't make any sense. Like, whatever. Like, from a fight standpoint, it makes no sense at all. Rules-wise, totally, totally true. Turtle deals this. Nine damage. Which will take us over to the wizard, who's not even in the atrium yet. Just sitting outside watching the slaughter. I use my first action to move up to Moonlight. Second and third actions, right? Uh, actually, I'm going to use my second and third actions to do a knowledge, recall knowledge on them. Okay. Religion check on this one. Ouch. 25? 25 actually will give it to you. This is what's called a glutton dark babao. Babao demon. A babao demon. I will give you two pieces of information. What would you like? Languages it speaks. Languages are abyssal, celestial, draconic. What's its lowest save? What's its lowest save? Will. But it also gets a plus one to all saves versus magic. That's wonderful. Uh, I'd speak to it in abyssal and a mix of abyssal and draconic and a mix of all three of those languages <laughs> and ask, what are you doing here? Uh, it will respond, killing you. But why? Because it's impossible to give up a well-timed, beautiful attack. What attack? The, the spear that's dug deep into Peach Pie's kidney right now. You just gotta kick oh, a man shit. while he's there's a, there's a spear <laughs> in your back? Why is it moving around? Are you okay? You don't. I mean, you don't look at like you're really that injured. But there's there's a spear sticking out of your back. It's all in your mind, wizard. <laughs> uh, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. But uh, back back to you. Uh, what's your name, buddy? Oh no, it's his turn, and he's God going damn. to. Are you saying this thing doesn't speak common? It does not. No. For its first, second, and third actions, it casts a spell. I use a reaction to attack it if it's using the manipulate act. Actually, that doesn't matter. I think if it just casts a spell, I just get to do it anyway. 
Not necessarily. No, it has to have a manipulate. Has which the, it has the material and semantic components as part of the casting of this spell, which do have the manipulate trait. So yes. All right. Well, I drop my hammer and I punch it in the face. All right. Why are you dropping your hammer? Because it's broken. Oh, well, broken doesn't mean you can't use it. No, I, I think it does. No, broken means you can't use it. Yeah, I was reading it. It doesn't function as it's a normal thing. Oh, as armor that just armor has like a negative works. or something. I get it. Thirty-three to hit him. Thirty-three hits. I deal him seven non-lethal damage. You punch it in the face. Now, casting after having taken damage. Yeah, he has to make a check or something. Actually, I have flanking, so that would have been a 35. Would that have crit him? No. Damn. No, he's got a 36 or 26 AC. Attack of opportunity. If your attack is a critical hit and the trigger was a manipulate action, you disrupt that action. So it's, wait, it's in the was it attack, attack of opportunity. Attack of opportunity. This so there is a, no check to make. Just if he had done a critical hit, which he was, was one away from. Fucking one away from. It would have disrupted the activity. So for those of you looking for how to disrupt spellcasting, the only way to do it with an attack of opportunity is with a critical hit or with an ability or action that explicitly states it disrupts the cast a spell activity, which sucks for y'all. It used to be that spellcasters had to make a check in order to prevent losing spells, but in this case, you just have to hit it hard enough, which... Now we're all going to get harm. You didn't. Actually, it's not going to cast harm. It's casting a different spell. And this spell is called Darkness. In a 20-foot burst around the Babao, Darkness falls. Peach Pie can no longer see the Babao. Jebediah, on the other hand, has no problem seeing the Babao. I hit it! (laughs) Which we'll get there. That takes us to Moonlight. It's your turn. There is a orb of darkness that fell over your companions and the enemy, and you cannot see them. Like I said, I need something that gives me dark vision. Well, I certainly don't have any light spells to get rid of it, so maybe I should just sound burst the whole area and call it good. So knowing where Jebediah was, can I cast a spell on him? Like a a friendly spell on Jebediah yeah but Range. you don't have line of sight on Jebediah right now correct which would mean Jebediah is hidden from you and in order to target something that's hidden from you you need to make a DC I think it's 11 five. or 5 maybe it's 11 I think, I it's, think it's 11 I think it's 11 for hidden yep it's a flat 11 check when targeting with an attack, spell, or other effect. So you have to roll an 11 on a D on a D20 in order to hit Jebediah with heroism. When I fucking delays, they don't know what the fuck to do. <laughs> Peach Pie, you are enveloped in darkness and you can't see shit. I will reach out and attempt to grab the demon. First thing you'll have to do is make a DC 20 or a DC 11 flat check. I roll an 18. That's successful. Give me an athletics check. 
28. Okay, 28 against their fortitude DC. Peach Pie, your 28 athletics check does grapple the Babao. Okay, and now I will use one action to grab one of my mutagens and drink it to gain claws and a fangs. And then I suppose I'll use my third action to try and bite this motherfucker. Technically, it's still hidden from you. Yeah, I was thinking that's probably true. Yeah, now here's the thing. You're grabbing it. Yeah. How fucking hard is it really to bite something that you're actively giving the headlock to? That right? would be up to you. So I'm going to make this a GM fight call. I did look in the rules. There is nothing that calls out when something is hidden to you while you're grappling it, whether or not it still is hidden. So I'm going to say Peach Pie can bite the Babao without needing to make a flat check to do so. All right. So I'm still probably going to miss because he's got a ridiculous AC, but here it is with the correct penalties. I get an 18. That fails. That is the end of my turn. All right. Then after Peach Pie, Jeb, it's your turn. The Baba is grabbed, but you have no trouble seeing it. I attack it. A nat 20. Ooh. Nat 20 crits. 33 damage. Fuck. Give me a reflex save because it's going to do that reaction against you. 22. 22 fails. Yeesh. Jeb is going to take seven points of acid damage, but your weapon is not broken. Yeah. That's just a critical failure thing. That fail with uh, my second attack. So can she not attack at all or how does it work? She can. She would have to make a DC 11 check. She got an 18. She succeeds. She can successfully attack. But a 19, that misses. She'll try again. 17 overcomes the hidden condition. She misses. 17 misses. Done. Then after Jebediah, it's the wizard's turn. Hey, human, you can't see into this globe of darkness. Any high-level light spells? (laughs) Nothing I can cast immediately, no. I don't have anything I can do. Not without hurting everybody else that's in there. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, an AoE does not target. But then it's, it's completely surrounded, so I'm hitting everybody. Literally, yeah. Yeah, I'm uh, going to smoke my pipe. <laughs> you guys got this one, guys. Well, I mean, you could Go use ahead. you could use a cantrip, and if you fail the 11 check, you don't that's lose true. anything. That's true. That's true. I'll fire a ray of frost in there. Okay. So cool. DC 20, 11 or higher, I got a 10. Ray of frost fires into the darkness and hits nothing. Moonlight, you were holding delay in your action. It's the bottom around two. Do you jump yeah, in? Yeah, I'll jump in. Moonlight jumps in at the bottom around two. I failed to cast a spell, so that was worthless. And I guess I move around to the side a little bit. I don't know what else to do. I'm assuming you cast telekinetic kinetic projectile at it. Yeah. Doesn't really matter what I cast because I got an, a four on my 11 check. Which brings us to the Babao. Who is grabbed? Who is grabbed? And we've discovered after much rules look up, doesn't mean shit when it comes to attacking. That's true. So the first thing it's going to do is it's going to take its long spear and attempt to jab it into Peach Pie. 
and it gets a 20 on the die. That's a critical hit on Peach Pie. Sure is. Peach Pie is going to take 37 points of damage. Yep. As it reaches back and just stabs behind it. With its second action, it is going to attempt to escape the grapple. And it's going to make an athletics check. It's going to be to minus five. So this is against your... Fortitude DC. Fortitude DC. Does a 24 beat your Fortitude DC? By one. It breaks free of Peach Pie's grapple and uses its third action to move away, which takes us over to Peach Pie. Would I be able to make like a perception check to see if I heard it move away? You can make a you seek would, action. You would make a seek action. Right. Yep. That's not what I'm going to do first, though. Uh, first, I am going to attempt to battle medicine myself, making a medicine check. I critically succeed. 27 points. Nice. Peach Pie was looking bad. With my second action, I would like to make a seek action to see if I can figure out where it moved to. Go ahead and give me your perception check for that. I get a 29. 29, you know which square it resides in. It is not undetected to you, but it is still hidden. All right. I suppose with my third action, I will simply move up to it. Then after Peach Pie, Jebediah, it's your turn. I'll do the same thing I did, except I have to move up to him. Jebediah's like, why are you having such a hard time hitting it, Peach Pie? I have Charge! It's true. Yeah, and I take it. You're flanking it with peach pie. A miss. Try it again. 22 misses. <laughs> Fuck you, really? <laughs> oh, man. Third action to swing at it. I'll Jeff crit. Natural 20 on the die. For the Go third ahead. Time tonight. Give it. Yeah, seriously. Oh, look at all that damage. Fuck. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Reflex save because it's going to use its reactive slime on you. 22. 22 fails, but doesn't critically fail. Jebediah is going to take six points of acid damage as that slash that he cuts across the Baba's skin splashes back in his face. The wizard, it's your turn. It's no longer in the same square that it was hidden within. If you would like to make it hidden as opposed to undetected you would have to take one action to make a seek try to seek perception i get a 28 okay you do know which square resides in and you can make an attack but you have to make that dc 11 check (laughs) i rolled a 10 again then that shard of cold shoots into the darkness and does not connect with anything moonlight it's your turn same story as the whiz it's somewhere in that darkness, and if you want to pinpoint which square it's in, you have to seek. I guess a 19 doesn't beat his sneak DC, so... You do not stuff. know what square it's in. It is undetected to you. Which means I can't do shit, right? You could make another seek action for a second action, but then you can't really cast Do anything Kelly. after that? Yeah, I was going to say, you can't really do anything after that after you detect it, so it's up to you. Well, I'll give it a try. Natural 20 for a 31. Of course. Uh, I, I know where it is, approximately. And in fact, it becomes observed, which, assuming it doesn't move next turn, you can hit it without the DC 11 check because you critically succeeded on your seek action. You have one action, and you know exactly where it's at. 
I'm going to attempt an intimidating glare. Nice. That'll do it. 26 against its will, DC. Is a success by one. And will was his lowest? Yeah. (laughs) And a 26 is a success by one. By one. (laughs) And that's my turn. As it sits in the darkness, its eyes glance over to moonlight and makes eye contact. And it gets scurred. With its first action, it steps around Peach Pie. I don't suppose I'd get an attack of opportunity because I had known what square he was in. Probably not. Good good question. It was hidden to you. Yeah. Probably now, if I critically succe- succeeded like Moonlight did, I might have been able to. Yeah, that's a different story. That's kind of what I'm thinking. A creature you're hidden from is flat-footed to you. Man, this one's rough because it's backwards from what the seek or what the hidden condition gives because it's hidden from you it doesn't say anything about reactions though yes i think it's probably your call i would say go ahead if you'd like to spend a reaction to attempt to strike it as it's and moving I've got to roll around to you you still have to roll the 11 do that it. first get a two so i'm gonna miss Peach Pie wildly swings his claws at the Babao and misses. Okay, then with its first action makes that move and its second action, it's going to perform its Grievous Strike ability. It's going to make a spear attack against Peach Pie. And Peach Pie is flat-footed versus this attack because it's hidden. Does a 26 hit you, Peach Pie? It does. Okay. Then this will deal... 16 points of damage plus because of the grievous strike you are now sickened two and you will take an additional 2d6 points of damage an additional 10 points of damage from the grievous strike then after the babao it is peach pie's turn well i'm just gonna reach out and try and grab him again um i will make the seek action oh wait no the uh, i did that wrong that was my like to try and grab him if i see him Okay, which you can with a 16. But let me make that seek action to see if I actually do know where he is. 27. That does it. Athletics. Ah, only a 20 to try and grab him. So first action to seek, which is successful. You know what square he's in. You attempt to grab him. You make the DC 11 check, but your athletics check falls short. You do not grab the Baba. Well, with my third action, I'm just going to try and grab him again. So and athletics minus five. Well, you yeah. have to do, do the 11 check yeah, first. Yeah, the thing first. I get a 12. Successful. And then my athletics check is a 17. So going to fail. That will fail. That'll be the end of my turn. All right. Then after Peach Pie, Jebediah, it's your turn. Let's kill this thing. Kill it, Jeb. Why does it keep running away from me? You're the only one who can hit it without any difficulty. So wing at him. Is it flanking? Like if she, she no, can't see him. Okay. She she can't see him. Now hold on a second. If you use your first action to move up to it, you're on the opposite side of it as Turtle. You could give Turtle your two actions, and her first action can be to seek. Oh now we're talking. Yeah, she didn't do very good. The twelve will not successfully pinpoint the jab swings did you give her a full turn yeah then you could seek a fuck i'm gonna i'm gonna 
action point for a hero point. Jebediah rolls a one, decides to hero point. God damn it. A 19 will not Turtle will search. I mean, Turtle is going to roll the over 11. Oh, Turtle's just going to swipe? Yeah, but now Jeb's definitely flanking, right? Uh, Correct, because Jeb has dark vision. 28. That hits. 11 damage. Turtle feels and hears Jebediah come up on the other side of this creature and take a swing at it. And she knows instinctively where this creature is because of where Jebediah swung. And she reaches out and clamps with her jaws and crushes this creature around the neck. The Babao is dead. Babao no more. Woo, doggy. Does the darkness go away? The darkness goes away. What level darkness did it cast? Uh, it would have been level four darkness. <sighs> yeah. This was a seventh level creature. Even creatures with dark vision can barely see through the darkness. They treat targets seen through the darkness as concealed. Oh shit, I should have been making Jeb roll a DC five on those. Yes. Fuck. Here you go. Assuming he does not have greater dark vision from something. Which he doesn't. <laughs> he made all of them. He made all of them, yep. Peach well, Pie holds up his hammer, looking at it sadly. And as he holds it, the head of it breaks off and falls to the ground. Is it your hammer or are you using that glade that... I've got my hammer and it's broken. What happened to that one thing? Did you get rid of it? Yeah, I got rid of the stone hammer. Oh, yeah, we, we transferred the, the, the he transferred the rune, the rune. from one yeah. to the other. Well, would you like this handy dandy? I might not fix it. Quick. Let's figure out what yeah how, what the crafting check would be to have to fix it. I feel like that's gonna be like an hour. Yeah, it feels like it'd be a long time, but I don't know for sure. But I guess I don't. I just don't know what repair is. You but. spend ten minutes attempting to fix a damaged item, placing the item on a stable surface. You can't repair a destroyed item. This is only broken. Right? I was gonna say just broken, not yeah, destroyed. Broken. So the GM sets the DC, but it's usually about the same DC to repair a given item as it is to craft it in the first place. Well, crafting a, a hammer is not going to be hard. I mean, a magical hammer. Yeah, but it's not like the magical part of it's what's broken. How do you know? I don't think it works like that. That'd be like a dispel. Okay, fair. <laughs> so, Wizard, you said you had a, uh, a repair kit on you? Yeah, I'm almost certain I do. Fantastic. Yeah, I do. Well, I will use that. And I think I'll probably just use Assurance on my crafting check, which will give me a straight 20, which I would assume is going to be enough to fix... Uh, well, what's your, your broken threshold of your hammer? Do you know? No. Because here's what we have to figure out. When you're doing the repair an item, you spend 10 minutes to fix a damage item. If you get a success, you restore 5 hit points plus an additional 5 per proficiency rate rank you have in crafting. So for 10 HP if you're trained, 15 if you're expert. Yeah, I'm expert. So you would restore 15 hit points if you succeed on the crafting check to repair your item, which I'm assuming assurance just gives you a normal success. Well, it'd give me a 20. Which at best is a normal success. Which is a normal success. I'm not. That is not a critical success here. So you'll restore 15 hit points to it, but what we have to decide is, does that 15 hit points restore it from the broken condition? Or we could just use Spencer's scroll. 
also an option. I feel like we should save that for like when something's actually broken. Okay. From what I can see, 15 hit points will restore it. Yeah, 15 hit points will definitely fix it. We also are going to need to do some first aid. Yeah, we're going to be spending some time here. Yeah, we're going to be spending probably a couple hours, or at least an hour here. Yeah, probably a couple. There we go. And I'll take the hour to do it to heal double. Jeb crit successes. I heal 30. Which leaves me with 13 wounds. That's not too bad. The fuck, Jeb? How did that work? Because I crit and I took an hour. He crit and took an hour. Oh. Crit and took an hour. Jeb heals himself to full after the second hour of healing. And I'll just hit you with a level one heal. Oh, thanks. We're 11. The stake driver is fixed up, and you're good to go. The Moonstone Hall begins, and spoiler alert, we gon' be in here a while. But there is never a dull moment. Join us for the excitement next time as we continue The Extinction Curse. And until then, may you have many great adventures of your own. It's your turn.